This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello and welcome to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. I'm presenting this today with Ankur who I shall introduce to you shortly. But before I do that, uh Rajshree is traveling. She will join us next week. Might I encourage you to subscribe to newslaundry.com. You could listen to this podcast on Stitcher, SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcast. Come on to our website www.newslaundry.com. We have a lot of other stuff. We have video shows, we have other podcasts, we have news reports. Uh and subscribe so you can help us grow and do better stuff. With that, let me quickly introduce Ankur Pathak to you. Ankur is the entertainment writer at Huffington Post India. He's worked in the past with the Times of India, with the Wall Street Journal, People Magazine, Hindustan Times, CNN, IBN, and Rediff as a writer and film critic. He was part of the critics workshop at Talent Press of the Berlin Film Festival and served on the Young Critics Jury panel of the Mumbai Film Festival. He also teaches film appreciation at Mumbai University. So welcome Ankur. Thank you Abhinandan. Pleasure to be here. Yes, pleasure to have you here. You of course joining us on the phone, but just one question before we start, what is a film appreciation course? Also uh, film appreciation is an extra credit course at Jaihind which is a college in South Bombay hmm. where basically they get introduced to like different forms of cinema across the world because these are like very young students like 18 and 19 and uh, basically first year second year third year BMM students okay and a lot of they haven't really explored like you know a whole sort of multitude of different kinds of cinema so it works as an introduction just like basic guidelines as to how to appreciate cinema beyond just responding to it i see i thought so, maybe you just teach them to say if you like it say wah wah if you don't like it say chi chi now now see right now in your brain what's happening is i'm a guest now should i tell this guy that joke is really shit or should i politely laugh you know that that's the kind of moral quandary i put you in haven't i you <laughs> pretty much <laughs> yeah okay so that's cool yeah i wish they had such shit and when i was young they didn't have any such courses they just had bloody history subsidiary and stuff man I think it's become cool to now, like you know, have like a film course. It's also like a cash cow because they charge like a bunch for these students outside of their existing vocation. So it's one of those things. But it's it's fun to hear like what young people are like. Younger people are watching how they're receiving it. How how uh, young are you? Just sorry to ask. I'm twenty six. You're twenty six. Two and six, did you say? Six? Yeah, I'm twenty six. Oh, okay. So you've you've done a, a, a lot of like. Times of India, Wall Street, people like Hindustan. You like done six places, man. Seven places in your young life. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I was just like hustling around while starting out before settling on a job. So I see. So uh, we'll discuss the following, uh, and I'll let hmm. you pick the order. Period. You know, the film that won the Oscar award, Gully yeah. Boy, which I watched recently, and uh, I must say I was blown away. And also, I would like. your views on the nike commercial i know you watched it the new nike commercial about uh, which has been voiced by serena williams no i don't think i've seen that okay anyway that's okay then i i can tell you what i think of it but it, i think it mm. released yesterday or day before yesterday and there've been articles all over about it it's i pretty... saw some i think serena williams is in it uh, yes she's in it as well she's voiced it acha She, uh, there was one earlier commercial she's done this is basically about just women athletes in general but it's voiced by her It's damn Archa. it's it's oh, awesome. Okay. So let's start with Gully Boy. Right. Ye gali ki barat nahi teri koi aukat nahi is jung mein. Ye t-shirt hai nalli ilaqa ye mera go back to your gully. 
Uh, like it, your colleague felt it, you felt it. No, no, I felt he was brilliant in this film. Even she felt she she thought he was good. I don't think she thought he was brilliant. But I just thought the film was amazing. Um, it didn't drag at all for me. And Ranveer also was very good in that first film with Anushka. Band Baja. Yeah, so... Uh, mm. I mean, I thought... But you know what? I, I, I thought... You are too young to remember. There was this film called Disco Dancer that had come with Mithun in the early 80s when oh, I was yeah, young. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. I am a disco dancer. I am a disco dancer. I am a disco dancer. Now, the thing is, you know, all the films that were taken with with the cultural reference was a Western cultural reference, seemed mm. very, you know, forced and, and very self-conscious and contrived, like trying too hard to be cool, but not being. What mm. I found amazing mm. about this film was that it was very comfortably cool, although, you know, yeah. rap, rap or hip hop is not an Indian thing. It mm. wasn't like when you see some of this K-pop, this Korean pop, when they try to be like Backstreet Boys, mm. they look very... Denju type like fuck dude you guys are looking it, really yeah good. it doesn't have that wannabe appeal or it, that yeah it doesn't have wannabe it seems very authentic it, it, that this is me and I'm you say yeah and I think you that's, know, that's very that's an interesting point you bring in because I got into a conversation with Zoya after the release because I love the film so much I wanted to sort of dissect it hmm. and she pointed out a very interesting thing that when she watched uh, when she made Dil Dhadakne Do hmm. her gaze as a filmmaker is that of an outsider speaking into this world of like really wealthy people right hmm. with Zindagi Na Mele Ki Dobara she kind of takes us on that journey so you feel you're in that car with, with the three of them hmm. with Gully Boy she said her gaze was always inside looking out so the fact that the film is told from their prism from their lens right. of people who have that lived experience of of being in a ghetto of facing all sorts of violent oppressions mm. i think that that adds to the authentic quality of the film and the language is so good because because you know in films like shahenshah and all meenakshi shahadri would be living in a slum but they'd be dressing like mr jindal industrialist daughter and speaking like him too <laughs> yeah it was i mean that beautiful yeah. top shot you know when uh, when I think he has a fight with uh, uh, Bhatt, uh, Alia Bhatt and she walks mm. off and they like tilt, like it moves up. It's a top shot. Mm. And he's standing on this mm. bridge. Garbage dump. Yeah, man. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah, beautiful and filthy. It was just amazing. I, I thought it was just, there was very little you could really say about the and film that didn't know, work. With, with films such as this, it's very easy for you to go wrong, especially a filmmaker who comes from a great deal of privilege. Mm. Her lens could kind of make it like you you can make poverty look sexy right like what yeah. you call a party porn kind of a narrative mm. but that doesn't happen because i think because she involved like you know rappers in the writing process because right. vijay morya who wrote the dialogues right. is somebody who's familiar with that world because he's written stories around it mm. i think all of it gives give it a very realistic feel and at the same time it also has a very dreamy side to it like the song uh, i think it's Gina something. It's it's the song when they are sort of vandalizing the streets. Yeah, yeah. And graffiti painting it. Right. Now that suddenly kind of takes you off from that realistic space and gives a slightly otherworldly and a dreamy quality to Bombay, right? Mm-hmm. Which looks spectacular in the night. 
Right, so I think yeah. it takes like immense craft from a director to tell no, a story. No, absolutely, it's which outstanding. Which works on all levels. The language and and also I think worth commenting is uh, you know the lady who plays uh, his mother. I hmm. she's brilliant, man. I don't know what her name is, but she is just so good. She is a phenomenal actor. You mean yeah. Alia's mother? No, uh, his mother, Ranveer's mother. Gully Boy's mother. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. She's a Marathi actress. She is really good. She's outstanding, and also I think that's Amrita Subhash. Her name is Amrita Subhash. Well, I I hope she gets mm. some award because often you know such performances are just overlooked yeah. during the award ceremony. But I think that scene in the nightclub when he's asked to move, when he's like the music pulls him, mm. Uh, mm. I found that was an amazing uh, scene. Yeah, subtle, but it really shows you how the mm. the daily humiliation of being poor in our country. It's outstanding. Hmm, hmm. So yeah, so the scene near the club when he goes back Correct. to the car, and then he gets back into the car, and then he just like raps, and he like he just yeah. So angry. I thought it was so wonderfully shot because if you see the scene, you don't see him; you see the guard who just you know waves at him. Yeah, dismissively, and and that's the point that right? he's invisible. Yeah, he's man. supposed to be invisible. So yeah, good luck to Zoya. I mean, although I, I just on that Zindagi na mili dobara, I you know I come from. 12 years in all boys school and i have all boys friends and we have these boys drives up i what i i i didn't find that film at all authentic it it clearly didn't mm. understand a guy dynamic i i thought it it got its guy dynamic wrong but anyway i digress before we move on to the next subject i have two emails i want to read out and i hope uh, young producer parikshit thank you for putting this together and anil for recording this podcast by the way our producer is parikshit and anil is our sound recorder who do a very tough job of putting this podcast together single handedly while he has to other stuff we could hire people to give him a hand if you guys subscribe to news laundry you can do that by going to newslaundry.com to our website those of you who are listening to this podcast on stitcher or soundcloud or anywhere else come on to our website www.newslaundry.com that's newslaundry one word.com newslaundry.com and click on subscribe Give us money because we don't take advertisements. We have no other sources of income, so we can provide more of an infrastructure and resources to our young, hardworking producers to make a better show. So Parikshit has shared. Parikshit, are we taking emails only from subscribers or anyone who writes? Right now, you haven't restricted like hafta. Hafta, it's restricted only. Okay, maybe over time we should also restrict this to subscribers, but not yet. Let us fix our payment gateway properly. So let me read these three very short and sweet letters. This letter is from Shurveer. Hello, hosts. Please review. एक लड़की को देखा तो ऐसा लगा. I know it has Sonam Kapoor, which can be grueling to get through, but it's the first mainstream Bollywood film to have an LGBT character, main character. Despite that, has been totally ignored by you guys. I completely agree with you, Shurveer. In fact, I had discussed with Rajshree that we should watch it that week. She was traveling half the week. I was traveling half the week. But I think we will, even though it's old now, we will watch it and review it because I genuinely want to watch it. I we reviews the trailer, but what the fuck good is that when we missed the film? But yes, uh, Shurveer, I will. I've made a note of that. We will watch that. Kritika also has a re- uh, recommendation. She says, "Hello, Rajshri and Abhinandan. It's Saturday night, and I just finished watching this movie on Netflix called Pedleton and cried my eyes out. I listen to your podcast as religiously as I talk to mom on the phone. I'd love to have you to review this film. It's so good, it broke my heart." Okay, Parikshit has made a note of both Pedleton. एंड एक लड़की को देखा तो ऐसा लगा लेट्स जस्ट रिव्यू दिस फॉर नेक्स्ट वीक एंड दिस वन इज फ्रॉम अमिताभ अमिताभ सेज माई वाइफ एंड आई आर एविड कंज्यूमर्स ऑफ योर कॉन्टेंट एंड लव योर क्रेजीनेस मोरो वी आर सब्सक्राइबर्स यो मो पावर अमिताभ एंड हिज वाइफ फू आर सब्सक्राइबर्स वी लिव इन इंग्लैंड हेन इट्स हेन इट इन डीट 
Okay, am I British enough for you now? Yeah, Miss Daisy, oh, Mary Poppins. Okay, we live in England in a town called Logborough. Are yar, bhai. I'll bet you can't even pronounce that one. I, you can't get the. Huh, you're right. It is L O U G H. Anyway, here is my review of the movie Roma, which took a few months for me to finish. And if you ask to send it to you, he's given the link. The link is below this podcast. You'll have to come onto a website, click on the page of this podcast, and Amitabh's link to the review is there. I hope you like it. Roma missed out on the best movie Oscar, but who cares? Regards. Doctor, who cares? Amitabh Trehan, not related to Madhu Trehan. Okay, Amit, Dr. Amitabh's surname is Trehan. Well, yes, Madhu Trehan's husband is also Dr. Trehan, but his name is Naresh Trehan. So, uh, thanks, Amitabh. I personally liked Roma a lot, and as you know, I reviewed it on this, and I loved it. But I will say, I thought it deserved maybe best cinematography which it got, and maybe even best director, but I'd still want the best film to go to Black Klansman. That, that would be my favorite. Now let's move on to period. So did you see period? Yeah, I actually did. <laughs> Can you explain what is this? Why are you not answering? ये तो जी घंटे वाले पीरियड्स जो मतलब कॉलेज में चलते नहीं पायर पायर समझते and i watched it only after i mean to sort of admit to my guilt only after it got the award did i get curious enough to see it mm. and uh, in fact i just had an interview with kunit monga so now who produced the film yes so uh, i mean it's like a highly relevant film right i mean as people who live in the cities Hmm. We are such an insulated bubble that you don't think that like women in villages are dropping out of school because they hit puberty. Yeah, That's exactly. Bonkers, I mean, the, right? yeah, That's... some some of the impacts of just having a period is huge. I mean, for those of our listeners who may not be completely aware, period end of sentence is the film that got the best documentary shot at the Academy Awards that just concluded yesterday. It's directed by Reka Zehtabchi, produced by Melissa Burton. a cinematographer Sam Davis and one of the executive producers is Gunit Monga an Indian right so yeah carry on so you saw it you thought it was well made but i i can sense a but in the tone of your voice no i think i was expecting a lot more sort of it, it to go into that world in a more immersive way but i think then that is the restriction of the length itself because it one also in the short documentary short subject category right so uh, but i think having said that it does quite a commendable job in compressing you know this is the issue this is what they are going through which is like no access to sanitary pads and when they do there is this whole culture of like the men kind of you know looking at them with disgust so then they they would rather not have it in the first place which hmm. which, which i think is is a really sort of a wake up call to people I mean we don't face those realities so I think on some level we think they don't exist. Mm. So I think the film kind of does a great job in sensitizing 
you to to that very horrific reality right i i mean i thought what the film definitely got right and very bravely so was that it is this sanitary pad is a low cost sanitary pad for rural india which is yeah. been designed or you know created by this guy called arunachalam muruganatham which uh, from coimbatore on whose you know life padman has also been made padman was made yeah but he's there in just two scenes so that film doesn't become about him and that's very important because yeah it should not appear that every solution is a man is a solution provided because all these women i mean the battle they've had to fight to go out and sell and market this product is enormous is, yeah. yeah so it it is a women where women are solving issues about women and it's again not it's not like the the man comes in a savior kind of thing so i thought that yeah, was a it's, difficult it's a decision and a good decision narrative of them sort of becoming self sustainable once they get a job they make income and then it's also like sort of just menstrual hygiene right yeah and so and it has a I, I feel good feel yeah sorry go ahead no i hope that it kind of scales up and like more villages in especially in the northern belt are sort of educated about about these processes i think having an osco behind you will really put a spotlight on on this because from what guneet told me that a lot of politicians are reaching out to her obviously yeah to sort of you know kind of call for screenings and like more awareness campaigns so no i, I think, think that's as good as it gets yeah the more it uh, does the better yeah I, i mean good luck to her and her team um i think it had a great message the yeah. the the politics and i don't mean party politics is the social politics of the film was important and accurate to an extent and important but i will say and the oscars this year especially have been accused of this they are more about wokeness than about the craft and i will say this yeah. about the documentary film its message was more profound or impressive than its crafting or storytelling yeah. it was a good documentary but when i hear a documentary has won the oscar i expect way more uh, so i mean in terms of the technical finesse well just the story it, there has to be some dramatic you know arc okay even if there's it, yeah. yeah even if there's no arc there should be some layers like i found and maybe you know i'm more critical because i'm indian and i also used to do a lot of shooting in rural india uh, when i used to make documentary films it's not mm. as simple that this one wants to become a police officer like just the uh, you know then all the men also come around basically everything becomes happy it's not that in spite of all the good that comes of this the shit that mm. many of the women and i give you in writing today they will have to face because they are mm. in this film which the whole world is watching from their mm. households that how could you cut our knock and what i'm saying is it's at various levels those battles are being fought and this kind of compresses it and simplifies it into two you know everything ends well happy it's a success yeah it's almost like a fairy tale yeah. right? like it begins with like this sort of uh, oppression and then suddenly it's an empowering and everything happens situation. yeah within you know a very short period of time but, and, and i i guess i think the wider messaging that's embedded in the film is much more significant and if the oscar spotlight helps in in sort of championing the cause then it's worth it well that brings me to the next question are oscars about being woke or are they both celebrating the craft of filmmaking because let's just move into that now mm. so um i don't know whether you've read all the articles about it including that one idiot yeah the green Pierce book is getting a lot of hate because it's admittedly quite a 
mediocre movie and yeah, it does know, have the white savior complex yeah we re- we reviewed it uh, on on this show 2 3 weeks ago and i thought it was you know i thought it got its politics actually race politics pretty it was pretty offensive at a few places i said but maybe i'm just being oversensitive <laughs> i don't know if black people are offended but now no, i, I find out they likely are. Uh, the director of black clans man and he yeah, made yeah. wonderful films in the past he also he almost stormed out when green book was announced yes yes i read about that and he in fact uh, in his speech said do the right thing because when his film do the right thing was nominated for best film that year mary poppins or something got it and no uh, driving miss daisy driving miss daisy sorry correct yeah yeah right. yeah yeah which so, is yeah it's the same situation right it's, i mean it's the opposite in this in the case of green book like the driver is a white guy but but yeah in terms it's again because the inherent problem is the academy award voters right who are predominantly uh, white who are white and male in yeah. the great numbers although now there has been some shift but i think until 2021 the percentage from what i recall is like just 27% women hmm hmm and i think even lesser percentage of people of color right no i, I think some 16% people of color so i think that seeps into their decision making process no i mean a lot of black people were quite offended by the politics of the film and they they at least the time magazine described its take on race relations as quaint uh, and they also described the take of race relations of uh, driving miss daisy quaint uh, now you can't do anything because it's based on true story and the driver was white so fine he was but you know just no, but how, if you look at uh, i think sh- the family of of the guy played by marshala ali hmm. has quite publicly denounced the film saying that this is not how it happened right and the film kind of oversimplifies and kind of you know this is basically white people looking at our lives and appropriating in a way that suits their narrative yeah so, so i i th- i thought it was a good film but not great so i was surprised it won i thought black clansman should have won i thought it was a fantastic film just so well made and the music was outstanding which one same, would you have same. liked to see i was rooting for roma oh okay yeah yeah and i think almost a lot of people were hoping that it was going to be roma but then there was some kind of confusion because it's a foreign language movie hmm. and the best picture is usually films that are in english so right. it did get foreign language award and like alfonso curran got best director yeah. uh, but i thought like uh, in the competition there was roma black clansman and then probably the favorite Yeah for me I mean I I wish Black Clans would have got it. Green Book was probably the worst of the lot. Yeah, I agree it was probably the worst of the lot and it won ironically enough anyway. And, and ironically I think this was the year that like most number of black people got like major Oscar awards right like supporting actors for Regina King also the uh, the Marshala the best Spike costume Lee got Spike Lee got for uh, original screenplay and the uh, for for Black Panther for costume and production design both In fact, I, I thought the, yeah. the the Bruce Carter, yeah. You know, I I don't know. Am I being overly critical? I would like to know what your generation thinks. I think Lady Gaga is a bit off, man. You know, like every reaction, even her interviews in the build up to the pub, you know the marketing for mm. this film. A star is she, born. A star yeah. is born. She was someone's made a mashup of this. She had the same five lines she was saying everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And uh, even nine her, people in a room and one person who believes in you. Yeah. and 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 even a speech i thought was i mean i thought it was very like she was performing for you know like like today people are performing their deshbhakti on twitter because there's wars broken out it's a, it's a performance you can make out it's a deshbhakti performance 
I found her. But Abhinandan, if you if you watch her career closely, she's extremely consistent in her sort of emotional outburst, and that's I think a lot to do with the kind of oppression she faced early on in her career. So I think there's this whole BuzzFeed piece on like you know the ten times she was completely written off, and there are pieces of like Lady Gaga's. Oh, I see. And, okay, I wasn't aware of that. Maybe uh, maybe that makes sense because so I've always found. I her think she has. Uh, and there's a there's a really iconic tweet that that she posted that says that uh, all my work is about celebrating and expressing love and i will never understand why i get so much hate does she, does she get so too much I hate or does she have the me, omar abdullah complex or lenia polo oh, i'm being trolled on twitter like fucking everyone is i mean <laughs> well, oh, oh, i don't know i'm asking maybe she does generally gets more than others is is, is that right probably but i think she's quite an eccentric and like a wildly talented artist i've been a fan of her since since a long time and uh i thought that performance is haunting oh she's an outstanding performer man as a musician also i my music knowledge of today's day and age is a little bit limited i mm-hmm. i'm still into you know u2 and michael jackson and and tears so fears and the vintage stuff yeah <laughs> but, but uh, yeah but i think what i've heard of her and this other british singer who was a reality show i've forgotten her name she's a little overweight british singer and she's made fun of her own weight in um both my producer looking at me yeah what's her name she's she's british singer okay i don't know she came from one of these shows like britain's got talent type of shows and then she, uh, boyle what's her name susan boyle yeah yeah she's damn good man like susan boyle yeah right so now you know one person who i would like to definitely you know ask you about this mahashala ali who won hmm. best supporting actor hmm why was he supporting actor and not actor just as a critic what how do you tell a supporting actor from an actor i think i mean all the oscars have a history of kind of like messing that up and there's no uh, sort of legitimate definition to it hmm. but considering it had like two central protagonists who share equal amount of screen time probably maybe they are th- that's the yardstick for them that he can't be singled out as the leading actor Okay so no cuz I was I asked uh, this one this uh, you know Rajshree this last week and mm. I, I thought it was because you know the back story of the Italian driver you know his family and you know his you know his life you don't know this guy's life he comes into that guy's life and goes out but the story is about the Italian dude so I thought maybe that's it but then I was thinking as far as screen time is concerned they both get the same amount so anyway I was just wondering what what determines these kind of things but yeah probably that but I think he I think you know the rare actors from uh, who who've got like two Oscars I think within a span of 3 years and in case I'm so you've seen Moonlight which yeah, I think which is his top performance so far Yeah man and what a film that was man and just just the I we discussed this that on this show that you know the boys he's taken to show him at every age like the child and then the mm. adolescent and then when he's like this Little, buff Yeah I don't know how he managed to make them look so and not just the face you can make you know fine but the f- mm. the facial expressions the mannerisms it was just brilliant it was spot on yeah it it looks appropriate to that time in their lives but yeah it was brilliant okay man i think hallmark of a great performer it's such a joy to watch good actors yeah it it truly is he he was outstanding uh, in fact the other actor who's got back to back academies uh, for acting is tom hanks when he got it for forest gump and philadelphia mm. i think within two or oh, three right, years yeah and after that uh Mahash- i think tom hanks is the most oscarred actor there is tom hanks and meryl streep oh really i'm not mistaken yeah i think it's got like crazy nominations like some 
14 15 nominations and i think yeah i think three oscars each okay now before i move on to the nike commercial i have two emails this one is from bharat who's responded to me bharat says since abhinandan threw a challenge about finding worse movies than missing which i watched too let me share a great resource here he's given the link to bollywoodhangama.com/boxofficecollections bollywood hangama is probably the closest to comprehensive data on all movies released in theaters in india i'm often amazed to find titles that i might have missed out on if you look at each of the years in previous decade you will see an average of 3 to 4 movies released per week only 30% or so have a big enough release to make any impact most movies don't make a wide release because distributors know what to screen in the bottom 70% you'll mostly find scum and some may have a listers some very good movies show up in the bottom 70% also sometimes in 2018 there were several that were equally as bad as missing vodka diaries for example thanks bharat bharat i haven't seen vodka diaries but if it's worse than missing i will not risk it but thank you for sharing that great resource for shitty films now this email is from shruti shruti thank you for writing this i want to save this email for when rajshree is back so i will read this email next week because one of the lines in this email is abhinandan don't let morons tell you that you are not a great host for and a i feel you bring to the table that something your co-host cannot and you help balance the energy so shruti i'm only reading that line right now the rest of your long mail i'll read when rajshree is here so that my ego that is often kicked in the nuts gets a boost so that i don't feel marginalized and my self respect and ego is not hurt like it usually is by the people who trash me and tell me that i should just fuck off and not am i being like a fucking drama queen should i just shut the fuck up yeah maybe okay i know you're a busy man and you have to go but i just want to discuss ad this one ad with you but i want to know which is your favorite ad man since you know you review films and stuff i really haven't seen but want to see it and i don't know how i missed it i saw the chillet one hmm and then i think nike did a previous one with that basketball player right cole uh, which one was that the nike nike done one with the basketball player which which i think was the first sort of oh cole and cobain yeah yeah that that was yes of course that was a very controversial and a brave decision to take although many people said that it was a very obvious decision to take but otherwise as ads go do you have a favorite well, ad the conglomerate of that size i think it is brave considering what they're risking right and i think there was a boycott nike campaign also that got triggered after that so yeah there were in fact there was some idiots some right wingers in america who uh, i think bilma made fun of on his show and they were like burning nike yeah, shoes and they, they couldn't they set their shoes on fire and this one guy set his shoes on fire while wearing them it was like real i mean so that's well deserved right that's really dumb but their sales actually went up you know so it yeah uh, yeah exactly so that was like a pretty It's, it's there's something to be said about the ad industry suddenly getting woke but of course they're doing it to sell more of whatever the hell they're selling yeah i think that's only in the west i think the indian ad industry is still not woke at all i, I we've discussed that once on this for example i was seeing this show Achha. on times now hmm. with this slightly unhinged anchor rahul shiv shankar saying the hmm. most grotesque bigoted stuff and just below his mugshot powered by rpg goyanka group or whatever the fuck it is you know it's like if mm. i were if i was if i was a brand manager i was like i don't want my fucking brand or you know arnab saying now on our samsung wall we'll show you the crimes against hindus as opposed to the crimes against muslims and they're pushing this bigoted narrative and they're showing it on their samsung wall if i was samsung i'm like dude i don't want my fucking brand to be associated but indian brands don't give a fuck like in the west you know seven brands withdrew from brightbart 
brands withdrew from Fox because of that uh, that I forgot that lady that white woman who said something about blackface whiteface oh. that you know the, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. O- overnight the brands withdrew yeah here no one gives a shit yeah I think uh, in America the kind of moral outrage that they they have right I mean it could be a small thing but that could end his career I mean here I don't think so we are I think we're too like immune to it we're like huh this is what it is yeah exactly so uh anyway. but i do see some digital ads that kind of invert the sort of gender narrative to make it you know more woke so to speak yeah that's true the digital is is doing that but i mean but this broadly, ad... i think women are still selling detergents and mixers and yes whatnot, by so. and large that's completely true either now and then you see an ad of some pressure cooker where the husband is cooking and rather than make it normal they make it as this dekho hum itne acche type hain but this ad is yeah. you know, one thing it's one uh, it's 1 minute 30 seconds and usually i get really put off by such long ads but you don't mm. feel it in this <laughs> the music is outstanding i think each shot that they have selected is outstanding uh, no shot is for more than probably you know a second a second and a half other than the first one which is fairly long the rest and you know then it just picks up and mm. then every shot is like ah, really quick if we show emotion we're called dramatic if we want to play against men we're nuts and if we dream of equal opportunity delusional when we stand for something we're unhinged it's super it's going to need to calm down when we're too good there's something wrong with us and if we get angry we're hysterical or rational or just being crazy. But a woman running a marathon was crazy. Officials tried to pull her off the course. A woman boxing was crazy. A woman dunking? Crazy. Coaching an NBA team? Crazy. Or winning 23 grand slams, having a baby and then coming back for more? Crazy, 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 crazy and crazy. So if they want to call you crazy, fine. Show them what crazy can do. So but you know what really does it is the music and all women mm. athletes and it's basically about show them what crazy can do that if a woman gets angry, she's hysterical if a woman, you know, establishes authority, you know, mm. it's and it's true many of the things that they they say are mm. very true and you see, you know, yourself being a man growing up as a privileged male you are guilty of the same kind of reactions often and and behavioral know. patterns yeah yeah but uh, it's outstanding i think what really seals it is the music and uh, serena's voiceover i just wish mm. it hadn't ended on just celebrating serena more than the others that kind of was a bit off putting for me because oh, okay. uh, uh, like all the first few things are you know if you are angry it's you call crazy and they show a basketball woman losing her shit on court a coach mm. a woman coaching an all male team a woman you know sprinting breaking records and in the mm. end it is and you go give birth win 23 grand slams come back and want more the last yeah. four lines are all about serena which oh, was okay. a bit mm, like you could have just ended it at I'm that probably like, like biggest of the celebrities yeah, in yeah. it so. so but all in all great idea and so i think it's been a great week for uh, us film and ad watchers yeah man like 
good stuff yeah i've watched some very good no, stuff in the like, last week i mean and you just totally glossed over this little gem that released last friday this double the mark and oh double the how is it have you seen it selective amnesia I, happening I, to you I, there I, I haven't seen double the mark i've just heard that song pesa ye pesa hey pesa ho pesa which is a remix of an for older good, song for good reason it's not a remix it's a sequel acha the song is yeah the original yeah pesa so how is indra yeah, kumar's yeah, yeah. double the mark no i actually was unwell that day fortunately and i kept reviewing it chicken you slime fell ill overnight see the thing is See, I, I, I must give you one piece of advice, young man. See, Ankur, you know when a soldier trains, a soldier trains for war, he can't be there at peacetime, and when it's time for war, he's unwell. You see, you as a critic, throughout your life, you are trained for the double dhamal. Like, how will you react to that? And when war comes, you fall ill. This is not fair. You have to watch double dhamal and missing back to back in penance. <laughs> I find it missing so much that I think I just need to have some medicinal herbs and watch it. You must. So that's gonna be on my mind, yeah. So and and mail us and tell us what you think. I'm gonna let you go because the half an hour you gave us is over. I really appreciate the time you made for us, Ankur. You have a formidable resume, and at a young age, I hope you go on to do grand, phenomenal things. And yeah, join us again on this podcast, man. Good to have you. Thanks so much, Abhinav. It's, it's fun chatting, and uh, big fan of the show. Thank you. Uh yeah, I hope I'm back soon. So Yeah, I hope so too. All right, thank you for listening. Uh I have one more appeal. Elections are coming up. We would like to send reporters around the country and maybe cover at least 15 states. That costs a lot of money, travel, accommodation and actually paying salaries of experienced journalists who can write fair reports. We're hoping to collect around 16 lakh by the middle of March. If you come on to newslaundry.com/nlsena you'll be able to see the button where you can also contribute so I urge you to contribute because we don't take advertisements because when the advertiser pays advertisers are served when the public pays the public is served so do contribute help our reporters go across the country in election year it's important stories are told that are for the regular public and not you know pandering to some advertiser or politician so do consider coming to newslaundry.com/sena and contributing i'd very much appreciate it and if you can subscribe to newslaundry for now thank you ms sen thank you mr sakri it's a rap all the newslaundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to newslaundry help us keep news independent Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.